Welcome back to the Confusion Experiments special mini-series where we're focusing on the 18 findings from the experiment, each chock full of so much important information that I wanted to give them to you in these mini-episodes. Finding number eight is a finding that we are going to spend a lot of time discussing in the upcoming full-length podcast. When I came to fully understand what this really meant in my own personal life and how it kept setting me up for not only confusion, but what I call decision paralysis was an absolute game changer. I have a feeling that this is going to be extremely helpful to you right now as you try to navigate this time of tremendous change. Let's get into finding number eight. The mind needs to know. We have an obsession with knowing. Vision boards, goals, five-year plans, day planners, time management, to-do lists, all so that you and I know where we're going, what we're doing, and how we'll get there. This obsession with knowing places a very high value on the mind, so much so that I can now see that sometimes when I thought I was using my mind, my mind was really using me. I would go so far as to say that the formula for success is knowing. When you know, you're a success. When you don't know, not so much, right? This is why people ask questions all the time because they're fueled by this belief in the value of knowing. And when they ask you questions during a time of uncertainty or when you just don't know, it can really do a number on your self-confidence. Here we are during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic when we are literally living inside not knowing, and it is extremely uncomfortable for people. It's causing breakdowns. It's causing emotional outrage. It's causing mental health issues because we have come out of a normal in which knowing meant everything. And now to be in this new normal in which we don't know, and you're telling me I have to get comfortable with the discomfort of uncertainty is nearly an impossible task for the mind. Not so much for the heart, but definitely for the mind. In addition, the mind doesn't like the way the heart works. The mind wants to determine a new moment based on what's already familiar, using the past as its reference point to how it ought to be. So if you have a, a new idea, or you're excited about something that you've never done before, your mind goes, oh, wait a second, look what happened the last time you did something like this. I, I, don't, think, I don't think you should do it. Or the mind will say, oh, hold on a second. We need facts, figures, data. We got to know it's going to be a success before we can say yes to this. And many times you don't have that information. Life is about gleaming information as you go and letting that inform your next steps. But when you live in a formula that says knowing is the highest value to success. Is it any wonder why we have decision paralysis? Is it any wonder why we stay stuck in jobs and relationships and friendships that don't work for us? Because our mind is telling us that before we take that leap, we got to know. And it's not possible to know. So we stay stuck. And the thing about a new moment is that a new moment has no past. So the mind doesn't know what to do with it because it's used to going to the past as its reference point. But the heart replaces facts and evidence with feelings. 
and it uses its own set of qualifiers called intuition and instinct. These two inherent qualities, intuition and instinct, are in us. They are a part of our makeup, have very little value in our society's formula for success. And I think we're in a time right now where they are demanding a seat at the table. And I think this is particularly true when you experience change. So when you take a leap of faith, you don't necessarily have all the information. That's intentional. Life loves to play. Not only that, the heart, as I say, has instinct and intuition. The heart already has access to this thing that's calling you because it knows this thing in its entirety. That's the beauty of the heart. But because the mind needs to know everything before it leaps, past attempts, failures, and risks, likelihood of success, it rarely gives the green light. It can't. This is why we often feel so stuck and unable to move forward or make a decision. Meanwhile, the heart uses feelings as a preview. Now I can appreciate the importance of the question, how do you feel? This is the tug of war between the mind and the heart that was so keenly represented in the exercise I talk about in my book that was done during that weekend retreat, which I entitled Left Side, Right Side of the Page. Because the mind works with what it knows, it has specific filters about how things should look. And if it doesn't look that way, then it must mean that nothing is happening. I mean, I suffered from this time and time again, and I was able to see because of this experiment that it was a cause of not just my own stress, but my depression, as I was believing that nothing was happening because it wasn't happening the way my mind told me it should be happening. Meanwhile, so much was happening. That was another major breakthrough. That's why there's so much emphasis these days on tapping into how it feels when you arrive at the thing you desire, when you arrive at your goal. That's why there's so much focus now on helping us feel how that moment will feel so that instead of being attached to how it happens and how specifically it's supposed to look so that I have that feeling, you just stay focused on the feeling because feeling in and of itself is creative. And as you practice feeling how you would feel as if it's already happening to you, this intelligent universe has no other choice but to gather up everything necessary to deliver that outcome to you. That's a major, major shift. The mind's tendency is to take neutral data and create a conclusion that wasn't true. An example of this in my change class is you get a flat tire and your mind immediately tells you that something happened to you and it creates a narrative about how bad things always happen to you. And in truth, you just got a flat tire. So again, learning to see how your mind presents life to you and questioning whether or not that's actually accurate, let alone true, is a critical practice to having a more peaceful experience of yourself. Challenge what your mind presents to you. And doing that myself, I realized I was trying to build my future from my past. And that's not a future. That's just the past disguising itself as the future. Thanks for listening to the Confusion Experiments special mini-series. 
Now let's get on to our next finding and see how it can help make our lives a little less confusing.